0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Network Hour podcast. I am your host, Molly Crease, And today we are going to be talking about balance, specifically work-life balance. And I know this topic would resonate with a lot of you. It I, It does resonate with me. And I have a personal story to share with you. But I wanted to start off by saying a lot of times we have been conditioned in a society where work is of topmost important, and we go to work. It's our life routine right If you look at statistics um out of the three sixty five days of the year, most of us work at least two hundred and sixty five of those days, and very little we spend on. Uh, vacation and self-care and all of that stuff, because work is such an enormous portion of our lives. And we need it because we need money to survive. We need money to pay our bills. We need money to um, take care of our family. Uh, You might be going to school, all this kind of stuff. And so work is important in our lives and also in society on a hold. And so you can't get away from having to work. Uh, Even a lot of times, too, a lot of us, depending on the job that you're in, you uh, can't take an opportunity to go on vacation or to take some time off, take a mental health day, take a sick day. Because you might not get paid if you take that time off. Uh, uh, Even our service workers and all that stuff, when you think about uh, those workers that work in the hospitals and all those kinds of stuff, uh, they have to be, sometimes you might have to be on call and all that kind of thing, things. What I'm trying to say is that work is such a big part and it's an integral part of our lives, but... What I have noticed over the years over my years on this earth i'm forty two now and from looking at people and looking at my father and all of that stuff, we let work consume our lives so much. I remember my seeing my father working a hard work earned working man, and I remember my father. I can't remember if he ever took a vacation. That is how much he the how much he worked. And um even when he was sick, he would go to work. And I think that is rooted in our community in our fiber as well. Uh I don't know if this comes from uh slavery and and all those things, but as black people, we tend to work a lot of us even in the United States from the Caribbean we have 2 3 and 4 jobs and we are working 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 because we want to achieve that we have goals we want to achieve we want to it might be buying that house it might be able to live comfortably and take care of that family it might be uh being able to create generational wealth being able to put some money together for savings and all that kind of a stuff we have these goals, and that's the reason why we drive ourselves and we drive ourselves to work, 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 work. And sometimes our days are more than eight-hour eight working days. If you are a truck driver and all this kind of stuff, you're working for more than eight hours. So you're working, 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 working. And what happens is that we're not paying attention to other things that are going on around us, even specifically our health. And even since the pandemic, I noticed that a lot more people are becoming educated in terms of work, in terms of flexibility. Uh, I saw an article where they mentioned having four days work week instead of five days work week. I love that. I would love that so much. I think the hybrid is an important step as well. I am for hybrid versus being in the office 24 7, five days a week, eight hour weeks. I think it's going to do a lot better for us as human beings and for our mental health and for our physical health if we are in an environment where it's not stressful, where you can have that time to just relax and to be able to put forth great work because I am of the firm belief that if you are in an environment where the environment is conducive to your mental health, it's calming. I am of the belief that productivity, that your work your work output is going to be even more greater. And this is something that employers need to figure out and need to know that a happy employee is going to be a great one. I was listening to a TikTok and I forgot who the gentleman name is. And he's this rich guy. He probably have companies. And he's talking about making the unemployment rate to go higher. Because since the pandemic, it's like people don't want to work. And if the unemployment rate go higher, then that's going to force people to get back into work and to realize how important work is and how important working is. So in some regards, there are some employers and these rich folks that don't care about you and don't care about you you having to work to make ends meet and all of that stuff they only care about their bottom line, and so this is where work life balance comes in, and this is where I'm saying it's going to be important for you to figure out that balance for yourself and to be and also to figure out how important it is for you to prioritize you. And I'm just going to give you a quick personal story of what happened to me over over the course of this month. So before the 4th of July, I got sick. I got sick with COVID and I was down for about a week with COVID. I remember when I got sick, I was at work and I felt this Heavy feeling in my head, and I start getting bad feelings. And so, immediately, I got up from my desk and I went to the bathroom. And I'm in the bathroom and splashing water on my face. And I'm literally looking at myself in the mirror and I'm praying and I'm saying, I can't be sick right now. I don't want to be sick. It's just a feeling. It's going to go away. It's going to go away. And I was in that bathroom, in that mirror for 20 minutes just because I wanted the feeling to go away so I can get back to my desk, so I can finish my work and finish what I was doing. And so it so happens that the feeling didn't go away. It was getting worse. And so as I was walking down the hall from the bathroom, opening the door to go back into my office, I met my boss at the door. He was doing something, and he looked at me, and I looked at him, and I said, I'm really not feeling well. I'm going to have to go home. He looked at me, and the feeling was so bad that tears were filling up in my eyes. And he looked at me, and he said, okay. So I immediately went to my desk, shut my computer off, packed my bag, and head out to go home. When I got home, um, the feeling subsided a little bit, but I was glad I was at home because I was in an atmosphere where... I was a wrong family because I live in the same building. My sister is upstairs, two floors. And if anything happened, I will have someone there to, to assist me and to help me. And it so happens that I my sister brought me a COVID test. I took a COVID test and I was COVID-19 positive. So I called the doctor. The doctor says to me that there's nothing they can do. I can't come in. I need to stay at home. I need to hydrate and stuff like that. So for the rest couple of days, I would stay at home. I was hydrating and I was starting to feel better. It wasn't a a hard hit because I've been vaccinated. And so I didn't have to go to the hospital or anything like that. It just felt like I had uh, the flu or something. So I was getting better and I was feeling better. And so because I was feeling a little better the Friday, I w- I took a test and it was negative. And I was like, I was saying to my sister, I was like, I'm going to go into work. And she was like, are you kidding me? You're just getting over COVID. It's just, it's just one day. It's the last day in the week. We wait until, uh, um, Monday was going to be 4th of July, so she was like, wait until Tuesday and go into work on Tuesday. Work from home today. Work from home today, Friday. Why you want to go in? And so I felt the guilt of being out of work for those couple of days, and so my focus was on going back into work. Even though I was no longer COVID-19 positive, my body still needed um, a bit of time to heal because it was still weak from not being able to eat properly and from only drinking all that fluids. And so against my better judgment and against the advice from my sister, I went into the office. And I remember being in the office and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, there's no one else here in the office because on Fridays we work from home. I didn't need to come in. Why did I rush to come in? And so... Uh, I got a few things done and I think I spent about an hour in the office and then I, I came back home because I was like, um, I really need to go back home. So I came back home. Fast forward from that Friday. Now, it's what of July. We, me and my sister, and my niece, we were supposed to go to the beach. We didn't get to go to the beach because the weather was so funky here in Jersey. So we decided that we we're gonna to go to the park, Lincoln Park, which is one of my favorite parks. I love it so much. So we went to the park. We made some tuna burgers. Uh, we I carry over my game, the croquet, and we made a nice spread, a nice little picnic in front of the in front of the water. Look at the water. Look at some turtles. And we played some croquet and eat and just had some family time. So when when walking home, walking home now we're walking home and we're talking. The sun was hot. It was a nice day. And coming home, uh, to it was about after three or so, after four. I can't remember we get home, but about after six, I was hungry. I needed something to eat for dinner, and so I ate um, another one of the tuna burgers for dinner, and then I was good, relaxed a little bit, and then went to went to bed went to sleep or whatever next thing now to prepare to get prepared for Tuesday which is going back to work day so my clothes were already laid out already ironed get up in the morning which is my routine to thank God for waking me up in the morning and then putting on the hot pots to hot some water to to get some tea to drink And I realized that I was standing up at the pot and I was feeling a bit nausea and I was feeling my stomach was burning and then my head was heavy and then I bad feelings instantly. And I'm saying to myself, what is this? I know it's not COVID. I don't have COVID anymore. So what is going on? So I'm doing the same thing. I'm trying to still get ready for work because I'm like, I was out for a couple of days. I got to go to work. This can't be happening. I can't be out of work again. I got to go to work. And um, instead of my mind being focused on what's happening in my body and my health and what's going on, my mind was on going to work. I'm not going to be able to go to work if I'm sick again or what have you. And so it so happens that I couldn't ignore the feeling anymore. I had to lie down and I lie down in my sofa and I'm shaking and I'm trembling because I'm like, oh, my God. And I'm like this and I'm like this and I'm like this. And I'm like, what's going on? What's happening? And so as I am there, I started showing up and I started vomiting and I vomit everything. up, And then I had to run to I run to the toilet. I'm sitting, I'm sitting on the floor in my bathroom with my head in the toilet bowl because I'm vomiting. And then after that, I felt a little ease and then I'm like, okay, I can drink the tea now and maybe I'm going to feel better and I'm going to be able to dress to go to work. At this point now, I think it was like about after eight. So I can still get dressed and go to work and reach to work for like 10 or what have you. So I'm drinking the tea and then I'm preparing, I'm putting on my clothes for work. As I'm putting on my clothes for work, I feel the sensation of wanting to vomit again. And then I was back on the floor, back with my head in the toilet, vomiting my guts out. And I realized that something was happening and I couldn't go into work. So that day I couldn't go into work. I texted my boss. I'm like, I'm really not feeling well I can't come into work. Fast forward the Monday evening, I'm laying down, the body resting. I'm thinking to myself in my head and I'm saying to my sister, oh, I'm feeling a little better. I'm going to be able to go into work tomorrow. Come Tuesday morning, the same thing happened again and I couldn't go into work. And I'm like, what is going on? And At this point, you would think that I would go to the doctor, but I'm someone who don't like going to the doctor because sometimes I think um, the doctors bullshit you. And I think sometimes because they look at people, uh, black us, you know what I'm talking about, and they don't want to spend time to explain things to you and to all of that stuff. So that is why I hate going into the doctors. I hate going into the hospital. So it happened again Tuesday and I wasn't able to go to work. And then Wednesday, I get up Wednesday morning and it started happening all over again. And at this point, I was crying. I was on the floor. I felt like I was going to die. That's how bad the feeling was. At this point, I was I was throwing up. Nothing is even in my stomach, in my system because I, I can't eat. I can't drink. So I don't know what's coming up. Nothing is coming up but but some, some fluids, and I'm like, I'm crying, and I'm like, I don't want to die here. I don't want to die. I don't want to die today, and that is what came into my head. I'm so fearful. I'm like, I don't want to die. It's not time for me to die yet, and so I called my sister. told her what was happening. Called my mom. My mom was like, you're going to have to go to the doctor. I'm like, mom, but the doctor, me, blah, blah. I mean, I, I, I was like, I had already made an appointment with my general care doctor, but they didn't have any appointments until Friday. So I'm like, I've already made an appointment Friday morning. She's like, You can't wait until Friday morning. You don't know what's going to happen. I'm like, But I can, maybe I can bear it out. Maybe I... she's like, No, you need to go into the doctor. So I went to urgent care, and the doctor didn't see into me but five minutes. It took him five minutes to tell me I had food poisoning and um trying to ask him questions to explain things to me. And needless to say, he was very nonchalant. He was very his demeanor was like he didn't really have time to sit and talk to me and explain things to me. And so that really pissed me off because I was asking him questions. How am I going to get rid of the burning in my stomach? Um, it's acid buildup. How am I going to ting that? How am I going to, um, there's going to be, if I'm not able to eat, I'm not able to hold anything down. I know, yes, they are telling me to drink liquids but isn't that going to make me develop gas because I'm not eating anything substantial? Um, He's like, yes, that's going to happen. So I'm like, are you going to give me something for the burning in my stomach, gas, whatever, whatever? He's like, that is going to dissipate with time. And all he gave me was uh, medication for the vomiting to stop the vomiting. So I was pissed off when I left there. And then I called my mom. I'm like... You see why I didn't want to go to the doctor? It's a waste of time. He didn't help me with anything. Blah, 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 blah. blah. And I was so pissed off. And she was like, she was like, I am glad you went because I have peace of mind now that you went to the doctor and you, and he prescribed you something and you're going to be okay. You're going to be fine. Uh, She prayed with me on the phone because my mom is a pastor and we believe in God and believe in healing and all of that stuff. So she prayed with me on the phone. I went to the pharmacy, I got the prescription. Uh it stopped the vomiting and then my sister who is a doctor in the Caribbean told me to take some Nexium uh that would help me with the burning in my stomach and to start eating uh yogurt and stuff like that and so eventually day by day I got better and the following week I was able to attend a conference the New York National Black MBA Conference that I so really wanted to go to. And just a disclaimer here, if you are in New York and you're not a member of the New York chapter of the National Black MBA, what are you waiting for? Because we are doing some great and amazing things uh, for professionals like you. And if you're under the sound of my voice, please check us out. It's nyblackmba.org. And you would get all the information that you need. Come to one of our events, network, build, make some connections. Okay. And so I was able to go to that conference. And the last day of the conference, went out partying, had some fun, uh, drink, sip of alcohol, not a lot. And the next morning, when I'm getting ready to come home, I felt that nausea feeling again. And I had to call my sister. And she was like, the alcohol that you should not have drank because it will, it irritate with the acid in your stomach that you're trying to get rid of. So I had my friend had to get me some yogurt, buy me some yogurt. I had to eat that and really pace myself and be able to get on the train, the Amtrak train to come home, to come back to my house (laughs) in Jersey. And so... I, what I've had to do if I've had to really take a stock of my life and take a stock of my health and realize that even though I was going to the gym, even though I was not eating unhealthy, I was still not taking a hundred percent care of myself. And sometimes we think we're doing something when we're not doing enough. We're doing a lot for work, we will go into work and we will stay there and finish a project if we have to, because we know we're gonna get paid for it and we have to get paid for it. But at the same time, we don't focus that amount of energy on our self-care, on our health. And and, and and how we are moving forward with us as human beings, recognizing that we have one life to live and we have one body that God has given to us on this earth. And so these past couple of weeks have been a really big wake-up call for me. So needless to say, I have completely changed my diet, um, have completely looked at things that are going to be better for my gut health and to prevent that from happening again and to really be more aware of what I'm putting in my body and to really be more careful and in terms of taking my vitamins, taking my tonic as we would say in the Caribbean, um, taking putting things in that's gonna replenish that strength in my body because we go to work and we some of us work in a stressful environment. Some of us the work that we do is stressful. It can have a mental toll on us mentally, on us physically. I will tell you that my job has had physical ramifications on my body that I have had to correct sitting at at a desk all day at an office um, contributes to lower back pain. It contributes to less mobility and all of that stuff. And so you have to put yourself in a position where you're in the gym, you're moving, you're getting up, you're, you're, you're really being conscious and cognizant about your health and how you move forward. And so if nothing else today, I want you to hear my story and learn from it and really pay attention to what your body is saying to you because sometimes our body tells us we need to rest and we we don't listen and we just go to work, 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 work. Our body would tell us that something ain't feel right and we won't go to the doctor, we won't listen and it would continue like that and we still wouldn't listen and we will push through. And when you get to a certain age, you realize that you can't just brush things off like you used to when you were twenty years old, and even 20, 20 year olds now are are dying uh, because of health complications, and because so it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what age you're at. It's important to uh, go to the doctor, get a checkup pay attention to, pay attention to your mental health, pay attention to what you are consuming in terms of eating, and also what you are consuming in terms of relationships as well. Because if you are in a toxic environment, if you're in a toxic relationship, then those things can contribute to your health, mentally, physically, emotionally, And all those things can be deadly. Uh, One of the number one killers of people is stress because you stress out about everything. You stress out about work. You stress out about the kids. You stress out about bills. You stress out about uh, what is going to happen tomorrow. All of these things, some of these things that you have no control over, but you stress about them anyway because it's human nature to stress about things. And so getting more educated and I'm getting myself more educated on the foods that are good for me, on the things that are good for me and what I should be putting into my body so that I can have this body work for me as long as I can. And so I'm, I'm saying to you, Work-life balance is very, very, very important. I know you can say to me, Molly, I have to go to work. I mean, I can't stay home because of a headache. But that headache can be something totally different. It can become something that can lay you up in a hospital for days. And you don't know, you could have, you could have easily avoid that by checking it you might say to me, Molly, it's just a pain in my chest. It's going to go away. It's gas. I can drink something and it's going to go away, but it might not be gas. It might be something else that is going to be more deadly and take you away from your loved ones. So I say that to say, don't be afraid to go to the doctor and get your checkups, get your regular checkups I am scheduling a physical in a in in a in a couple of months to do that because that's important to do as well and If you feel like you're gonna go to the doctor and you're not gonna be able to articulate yourself properly, walk with someone with you, whether it be a family member or a friend, someone who's gonna be able to advocate for you, someone that's gonna be able to ask the right questions and get the right details. So that you can make the best decision for yourself and for your health. Uh, Because it's no one else's health, it's no one else's body but yours. And if you don't take care of it, no one else is going to take care of it for you. And so I realized that as much as I put energy in my work and to do a good job and to be productive, I have to put energy into me. I have to put energy into this body to make sure that it's going to be at its full capacity and at its full potential so that I can, in turn, do that work that is important, do those volunteer works, do all of those stuff that is going to create a great impact in the world that is important to me that I'm passionate about. And so I can't do that if I'm not healthy. I can't share with someone else or coach someone else or pour into someone else my amazing gifts that God has given unto me and bestowed unto me. If I am not filling my cup first, if I'm not making sure that Molly is okay first, if I'm not making sure that I'm doing the best, that I'm going to wake up every morning and be the best version of myself. And part of doing that and part of being the best version of yourself and being the best that you can be, part of that is you taking time out for you, taking time out for your health and really paying attention to what is going on. So not being afraid to take that sick day, not being afraid to take that mental health day, not being afraid To get up from your desk and to take a walk outside, whether it be for 30 minutes and enjoy the fresh air, taking that 15-minute break, removing yourself from your desk and going outside and taking your hour lunch outside and just taking in some fresh air and taking in the scenery and just relaxing your mind for a bit. All of that is self-care and I want to admonish you and I want to say to you that Don't wait until something happens to scare you into that reality. Start doing it now and start taking care of yourself now. Because work-life balance, it's not just a word, it's not just a phrase, but it's something that is very real and it's something that is very important and it's something that you need to pay attention to. I hope this has helped you. Uh, This has been another episode of the Network Hour podcast. I am your host, Molly Kreese. I am so delighted that I was able to share my story with you and share the things that I'm doing. I hope that you can incorporate some of these things into your day, whether it be going to the gym, whether it be yoga, yoga. Um, Whether it be you working from home a couple of days a week, talk to your boss about it, uh, about not being in the office 24-7 as long as your job um, can be done from home. I think that's a great um, way to do a hybrid, maybe go into the office two days a week, work the rest days from home, find an environment that is going to make you uh, more productive, that's going to make you more calm, that's going to make you more less stressed. And really just pay attention to your body and to what's going on with you physically, mentally, and emotionally. And until next time, again, my name is Molly Creese. I am the host of this amazing podcast, The Network Hour. Please share, like, and download this episode. And until next time, I will see you. Bye-bye.